What's up, race fans? Welcome back to another episode, lap five of Black Flagged already. I can't believe it's that many. So, what's up, Bryce? Not much, man. How are you? Oh, just recovering from a long weekend. Yep. So, uh, we had a lot some, of racing. Uh, we had a lot of racing. We had some. We had we had two great races. Yes, very much so. Martinsville surprised Home. me. Yeah, Martinsville surprised me, and the Homestead was low key one of the best races of the year in my opinion yeah um it was a little snoozer to me but that was just because it was all the rain delays yeah i hear you uh yeah we've been i don't think i've ever seen i don't think i've seen this many rain delays in a in a season i really have in my in my uh my whole life watching nascar i don't think i've ever seen this many rain delays no i i'm right there with you man i Thought this one was not going to get run today or Sunday, excuse me. Uh, thought we were going to probably watch it on Monday or Tuesday or whenever day it wasn't raining in Florida, which is every day. Yeah. But those clouds, cool. man, those were some intense rain heavy black clouds like I've never seen. Yeah, those were, those were pretty ugly looking, dude. Yeah. Those well, we got them both in. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you, man. So, Sorry for the background noise. I've been sitting in my office chair. Um, You're good. Big Lice and I had a had an hour long meeting, and we I was sitting in my office chair, and I had to get on my couch. So, like like I said before, you're gonna have background noise. But you know what? That's the beauty of the of the private of the of the home podcast. Man, I mean that meeting sounded like something like. New York mob style. We had the Don, we had Pistol, we had Danny Miami, we had Tom, or Danny from uh, Small World Soccer in there. I mean, Big Lice and you have Bryce. I mean, what's going on? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm going right back into my room. No worries, man. I get it. But actually, I'm going to the bedroom. That's a better spot. While he's doing that, folks, I'm going to take this second to. Brag about Martinsville for a second, because I picked the winner. I picked the winner. Yeah. I didn't even see that coming either, man. Like, I thought Team Penske had that race in the bag. They had all three of their drivers, one, two, three at one point for most of that race. Ryan Blaney looked unstoppable. <laughs> kid was an animal out there, dude. Right, and – I mean, he raced so well. He's raced so well this whole season that he's put himself at fifth overall in the points. But is the he's the driver that's led the most laps that does not have a win yet. He is the complete opposite of his father. Oh, yeah. His, Sad I mean, as that is to say. Don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, we all love Dave. You mean, so, he, was in, he made NASCAR. So, I mean, he was a good driver if you make, if you make, stock, if you make the stock car series. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I like I was saying, like, he's a good driver. Unfortunately, I think he taught his son how to drive a little bit better than he did. Exactly. So, and so, – Go ahead, sorry. No, you're good. I was going to say, and being with Team Penske, he's kind of got a big advantage. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big advantage, too. I believe I picked Chase Elliott to win Martinsville, right? I believe you did. And he placed, I think, I think he placed top 10. 
Uh, let me check. I had it pulled up. I here. Can't, can't remember. That was that was last Wednesday. <laughs> no worries, man. Um, luckily, the internet is on our side. Uh, he finished fifth. No, nope, that's yep. wrong race. Sorry, it went back to. Oh no, that was the right race. I'm sorry. Okay, so Chase already finished fifth, but I didn't get any points off that because you got one point. You got one point got, if he finishes one, on the lead lap. I got one point because Big Lice had Big Lice had to pick Truex, and you know what? Truex was a sleeper that whole race until the last 75 laps. Hey man, once he once he took the lead, he never gave it up. He never gave it up. Once he got up, in the, I I told I was watching my wife. I was watching Brittany, and she goes, "Who's that? Who's that?" Nineteen. I said, "That's Truex, and he's about to win this damn race." <laughs> she goes, "Why do you say that?" I said, "Because he just came back from like twentieth position in the past like twenty five laps." Yep. And the funny thing is, too, like, I was watching this whole race. I had it on my phone. I had it pulled up. I get to lap 65. And I'm like, all right, I can watch this race. And my wife was asleep. It was dark in the house. And my phone fucking died. Just shut off on me. I had it oh, in the bag. No. So I ran out in the living room real quick, turned on the TV. Fox Sports is frozen on my Xbox. I finally oh, get to turn back on at lap 20. 20 to go. Sorry. So, it's all good. Mm. I got to see him. Yep, yep. But um, I saw that come in, and uh, and it was also fine because uh, Verge, who is also um, a part of the Game On Sports family, mm-hmm. but Verge had a bet going on, had a parlay bet going on with I think Donnie was a part of that bet too, and uh, Verge actually had Truex. He of course picked Truex to win it. Yep. And Truex won, and I wake up to a text the next morning and. Donnie and Virgil just blowing up my phone going, Donnie's going, Virgil, you fucked up, you fucked up, you put it in the wrong order. And then Virgil's like, no, dude, I'm good. I won the money, I'm good. Nice. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty funny. Uh, those guys are a hoot. But, right. Uh, yeah, you know, um, Martinsville, like I said, that's my, one of my favorite tracks to watch because it never disappoints. It's bumper to bumper, rubbing, 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 dubbing. And, oh, yeah. Dude, good. I tell you what, uh, that – Chase Elliott had a great car that night. He, he looked pretty strong. Car. He looked pretty strong. I mean, he was, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, do you think he's, uh, in my opinion, I think he's relying way too much on that high line, on that on that top lane. I think everybody was at first. And then because they were trying to run the Harvick line or yeah. whatever they called it in the pre-race. And, I mean, it paid off for some paid off for the one Joe Gibbs car that didn't crap out in the middle of that race. Yeah. Which would have been da, 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 da. Mr. Truex. Ha ha. Yep. Which yep, 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 yep. did you notice That's something a- though about there was a couple cars that had some front end damage, Martin Truex being one and Brad Keselowski being the other in the passenger side splitter. Yeah. I noticed that. And that's what, um, if, if I'm not mistaken, that's what was causing a lot of the tire blots, right? No, that's what helped them win that race. Oh, really? Because of all the downforce in the front of that car. It took it off the left You're front, right. put it down in the right rear. Or, sorry, put it off the right front, took it off the left rear, excuse me. 
I work in the RV business and I can't tell driver versus passenger. Jesus. Um, uh, but it basically helps save those tires. Yeah. Now that you think of it, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. We have we have a scientist in the in the podcast, boys. Yeah. Plus, it helped with that uh, brake rotor glow, which is my favorite part of Martinsville. One more time, I'm sorry. The brake rotor glow, which is my favorite part of Martinsville. Oh yeah, it's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Brittany uh, goes, "What's that, Kaiser? So that's brake rotor. That's the brake rotor glow. That's all. That's all it is." She's like. What's that? I said, I'm not going to even explain, but I'm not going to explain. <laughs> right. But, man, I felt I felt bad for Austin Dillon when he got put in the wall when he did. He had to get physically taken out of the car because of how hot it was in there. Dude. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, then cars are getting really hot, and like I said, they need to get some type of, like, drinking system in there or something like that. They do. I actually did some research. They do have a yes. tube that goes through the front of their helmet. <clears throat> Good. I was so wondering they, if you ever because you have to think they would they'd be close to dead by the end of that race. Oh yeah. <laughs> they'd be close to dead. Especially like a couple weeks ago when uh, drivers like Bubba Wallace were climbing out of the car and passing out on live TV like we mentioned passing before. Out, eyes roll. See the whites of their eyes yep. passing out, dropping left and right. Awful. Yep. But speaking of Bubba, he had one hell of a show. At Martinsville. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, I was I impressed. Finished, I think he finished, what, seventh? Seventh or eighth? Uh, I know it was top ten. I know. I would say I know it was top ten. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Eleventh. It was eleventh. Hey, yep. I mean, that's – well, I mean, it's sad to say, but it's also good to say that is one of his best finishes. Right. And it was a career finish for him because his best finish in Martinsville was 15th, I believe is what they said. Yeah. But – You know, he just needs to get in the right team, I think. Yeah, and you would think Team Petty would be, like, the car to drive for, like, the best of all time. But – They're really not. <laughs> they've never been. They really haven't. No. Shit, Wood, Bro- Wood Brothers is better than Team Petty. Yeah, and speaking of that, he did finish seventh. Uh, Di Benedetto. Wood Brothers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Dude, Wood Brothers is a, is a, honestly is a team in the – I mean, they're one of the oldest NASCAR teams, oldest teams in NASCAR of all time. But they're also a team in the making. Yeah. They really are. They are. And – I love that they're actually probably 20 minutes from Martinsville. That's their home track, even though they're set up shop in Concord now like everybody else. But yeah, that's really cool that they still have that history. They still have the same paint scheme. Yep, that, uh, that motocraft, that, re- that red and white motocraft with the gold, the gold 21, dude. That's, yep. honestly one, that's honestly one of my favorite cars. Yep. That's old think- school. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Bill Elliott used to was, used to be a Wood Brothers. Uh, I would have to look into that. My knowledge isn't the greatest on that old of history right now. We'll but, have to look. At, we'll have to look at it and probably talk about it next episode. But I think I think I might be right on that one. But I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, Wood Brothers is a, is a fun team to watch. I mean, this they've just only starting to get like like a noticeable team. 
within the past couple of years. Yeah. Like the, the big name, the big name driver that made a return to Britain, to Wood Brothers, which I believe would have been in 2011 when Trevor Bain made an impact. But I mean, Oh, you're that, about that, you're about to piss off a lot of NASCAR historians by saying that. But I'm saying what I'm saying is, at the time he was the big yeah. name star. Well, when you I did I did the research now. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of that nerd. What's up? You have drivers like AJ Foyt and Cale Yarborough and David Pearson and Neil Bonnet. Sorry, Eddie boys. Bonnet. Don't and, kill uh, the messenger. One of the tonight's nominees into the NASCAR Hall of Fame and Buddy Baker. What Hell, brothers? Even Kyle Petty, Morgan Shepard, Elliot Sadler, Michael Waltrip, Dale Jarrett, for God's sakes, and awesome Bill from Dawsonville. I told you, Bill Elliot. I told you. Yep. He raced there in 2008 and part of 2007. Okay. Well, you know, he, he did part-time. He did part-time with – and I think it was in the 21 car. Yep. That was the only car they've ever had. Yep. But uh, sorry, guys. Um, people who are um, listening to this um, episode, I'm sorry. I really didn't realize that's how many legendary drivers were on the Wood Brothers. I really yep. didn't. But, yeah, but you have to admit, they haven't been that impact team. And just because they haven't been that impact team, you don't know about those legendary drivers being on that team. No. And that's the unfortunate thing. I think is like when like David Pearson and Buddy Baker and all of them stopped racing, like, I mean, Dale Jarrett was there for a minute. It's not like he made his name with that team. He made his name with the 88 car. Which would have been, would have been great for him, I think. No? Yeah, I believe you're correct, yes. Everham, because he was Bill Elliott's teammate. Yep. Yeah, you're, yep, that's right. So, um, man, you talk about getting nostalgic. I mean, even though there's a Hall of Fame ceremony tonight, man, we went back pretty far yeah, on that one. Yeah, shows you how big of a – we did. And, uh, yeah, um, like I said, uh, yeah, I really did not know that. I did not know that many legends were on there. The Buddy Baker. Yeah. Too. Like, that's, that's, going, that's going way back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for so, sure. But that race so is always – go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I would say, so what was the top five – it went Truex. It went before we go into Homestead. Truex, Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, so Penske two, three, four, and then Chase Elliott rounds out the top five. Yep, there we go. So you truly so, have yep. four, three of the biggest name teams in racing. You have Joe Gibbs number one, Penske two, three, four, and then. Uh, Rick Hendrick at number five. Jeez. Unreal. So, really, so I don't know if you guys had paid attention to our Instagram page. If I'm losing you a little bit again, man. 
give it a follow, Game On Sports Podcast and Instagram. Uh, big lesson. I'm losing you. How about now? That's much better. If you have not, um, go ahead and follow our Instagram page at Game On Sports Podcast because you will see the news that Big Lice and I have started a the Game On Cup. So, who we think is going to win. If neither of us pick the right driver, we win with whichever driver finishes best. Yep. For instance, Big Lice won Martinsville because he picked straight up Truex. Yep. And I went ahead and took home the win at Homestead with Clint Boyer, as people in the South call him. Which, for Talladega, will have the best paint job of any car I have ever seen. I have not seen the paint job. He's being sponsored by Barstool Sports, and he will be rocking the two-time World War II or World War champion car. That's awesome. So, shout out to Barstool. Shout out to Barstool. Shout out to Big Dave Portnoy over there. Oh, yeah. Stool Presidente. That's right. I tell you what. Um, but, yeah. So, the way I won uh, Homestead was Boyer finished 14th, I believe. And uh, it's 11th. really funny. It's really funny. Well, what did he finish? 11th. Finished 11th. And the, what the really fu- the funny thing is, is uh, Gleiss goes ahead and thinks uh, Harvick's going to win which was a great pick, but Harvick goes ahead and finishes 26th. 26th. So just because I got the 11th, I won that one. And that put me within one. So I'm right on your tailpipe. I think you have 12, I have 11. That's right, 12 to 11. So uh, point standings go, if you pick the driver, you get 10 points. If you finish but don't pick the winner, you get five for the – winning or the winningest driver and then one point if you finish the race so if you get knocked out no points nope no points whatsoever so but yeah this is this has been fun so far we have a lot we have like what 20 we have over well over 20 races to go right and this weekend is going to be the most difficult one to pick with i don't know who to pick because I don't know. Literally anybody can win this race. There's because you know what it is is all you need is a drafting buddy. That's all you need in this race. Exactly. But that's also the bad thing. If you, if your driver doesn't get that person to draft with, they're going to be left in the dust and put to the back of the pack. Exactly. And that's with, the thing about this track. And also too with no practice, no happy hour, no qualifying. No. no. They're going. They're going in, needle in a haystack with blindfolded. Right. They're 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 shooting. They're shooting long range shots. Shots aren't going to be made. Right. Well, I will say one thing though. It's kind of interesting for Chase Elliott because he's going from the blacked out Hooters car to the Mountain Dew Little Caesars car, which is going to be orange and green. 
that's going to be an interesting paint scheme. Can you hear me? Tell you what, man, that boy has the craziest paint. Chase Elliott has the craziest paint schemes of all these drivers. Uh, he's, he's up there. He's up there. Yeah. He has, he has a lot of different – he has a lot of different uh, – different um paint schemes for sure though right but i'm still saying clint boyer has like the dream of us right now of having a, a podcast yeah. or a channel started or sponsor his car so maybe one next day thing, next thing you know barstool's gonna get their own uh gonna get their own nascar event right but yeah that's awesome i am i'm definitely gonna be uh um watching out for that car just because i'm a pretty big boyer fan Right. Well, you heard the controversy that happened at uh, Homestead in the um, Xfinity Cup, right? No, what happened? The 47 car, uh, I'm not saying this is controversial because of my opinion or anything, but 47 car was driving a Blue Lives Matter, which I think that it's awesome that NASCAR let them do it because they're, they have handled this situation better than any sports organization in the entire country. And it's putting baseball, hockey, basketball, all of it to shame, including football. I'll throw that one out there. That's a big hitter. But the fact that they've said no more Confederate flags, no more racism, put a Black Lives Matter car in here one week and then a Blue Lives Matter car the next week. Hell, at Talladega, you might see a pride car. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Alabama, though. Yeah, that's yeah. But wishful thinking, right? Right, exactly. Uh, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Talladega. My dad's been has been in Talladega a couple of times. He says that's one of the coolest racetracks he, he's ever been to because you can see the whole racetrack. It's not like you're in Indianapolis or anything like that. Right. Just because it's so big doesn't mean you're gonna not be able to see anything. You're gonna be able to see the whole thing. That's the point of the whole the whole thing. Only right. reason you can, with Indy, I mean, only reason you can't see the whole track is because you have a big ass press box in the infield, and oh, it's the pavilion, man. It's history. Yeah, yeah. That's the only that's the only reason, really. That's the only reason you can't see it on that track. Right. Well, that and the golf course and the forest and yeah. the Formula One track and God knows yeah. what else they put in there. Yep. But, but yeah. I'm excited for Dega. I am for sure yeah. excited for Dega. Hey, I'm excited, man, because there's going to be 5,000 fans in the front stretch. Are you serious? Yes. I heard that at the during the race on Sunday, they are allowing fans back in the racetrack on Sunday. Let's go. <laughs> I'm Let's sure those go. tickets sold out faster than any event in the history of sports. Do they sell out then? Oh, yeah. It's Talladega, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, there was fans in the stands at Homestead. Yeah, it was all spread out. I saw uh, what's his uh, face, um, Alvin Kamara was there. Yeah. Well, not to go off topic or whatnot, and because we do that here, anyways. Um, there was a wrestling pay per view that I thought was funny that they were pumping crowd noise into it. Did you hear that? Yeah, I I heard it, and I. <sighs> Yeah, I don't want to go too much into it because we both have a strong opinion on how bad that piece of shit was, and there's mine anyways. But to have Ric Flair in the audience during that piece of crap, 
How can you do that? I don't know. I, I really don't know. All I'm, all I'm saying is I'm right along there with you. I know we talked about it before, but that was a god-awful pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. God-awful pay-per-view. It's like watching a race at uh, Texas where nothing happens, no caution flags, and only two stage winners. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Texas. Yeah. Luckily, that's down the line a little ways. Yeah. I'm excited for Dover, though, too. Dover's a good track to watch. Yeah, I was kind of looking to see the schedule and see if there's any races in July, which I'm going to be near, and I'm sad to say there isn't. Because July 4th, I don't know how they're going to pull this off, but there's a doubleheader at Indy that weekend with IndyCar and NASCAR. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna see we're gonna see an all-out brawl between the open wheelers and the NASCAR drivers. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we're gonna see an all-out brawl between the open wheelers and the stock car drivers. Right, because because you I, know because you know them them two different types of racers don't really like each other that much. And I'm not no. trying to stir up the pot. They really don't like each other that much. Why do you think Juan Pablo Montoya isn't in NASCAR anymore? Because no one liked him. Right. No, I didn't like him. I thought he was an awful driver. I'm pretty sure Michael Andretti is not there anymore because of that reason, too. Or John John, Andretti, excuse me. John John Andretti. John Andretti. Hey, he was in the 43. Yeah, he was. But I was hoping because July 4th weekend, I'm actually taking a trip out west. I'm not saying where yet, but um, I was hoping that the race was going to be around that time, but it's not till September. Jeez. So, which going where I'm going, I'm kind of glad they're not racing in that heat. Yeah, that's but, true. That's true too. So I think I know what track you're talking about, but yeah, I would like to go to that track though. Yeah, it's that'd small. A, that would that would be a who. That's actually one of the cooler. Tra- that's uh, one of the cooler tracks. I, I wouldn't name the track, but just because we're not gonna say where he's going yet, but yeah. You true NASCAR fans might know what track I'm talking about because it's just a weird egg shape. That's all I'm going to say. There, there's a little bit of a triangle into it. It's not a triangle, but there's a little bit of a triangular uh, shape into it, if you know what I'm saying, right? I think you might be going a little too far south. You think so? Yeah. What, track-wise or like off-rhythm-wise? like off Track-wise. Track-wise. This one's more shaped about, like Atlanta. I'm talking about I'm talking about Phoenix. Yeah, you're not right. Damn it. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna stop it right there. <laughs> no worries, man. Like once I get back from that trip, I'll 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 spread some details. For sure, for sure. But so let's go on and uh, um, Homestead. So we um so I won Homestead with Boyer. Yep. That track, I mean. That was one of the better – I mean, I think, in my opinion, that was one of the better races this year. Uh, I can agree with that. I think. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a solid race. Uh, there was a lot of – there was what – I think there was like five cautions, five or six. Not counting competition, yeah. Yep. When I, when I say cautions, I mean the actual wrecks. Yeah. Because that's what I'm used to. I'm not used to these competition cautions. I'm not, yeah. No one's ever really used to those. When you think caution, you think wreck. Right. But there was about five to six cautions. Uh, 
and uh, there was a lot of passing. There was a lot of bumping. There was a, there lot, was a lot of bumping. Bumping too. Holy crud! I think uh, I forget who it was. Um, I think it was Blaney put the brakes on somebody. Ryan Newman. Yeah. <laughs> tore, tore the front end of his car off. <laughs> I saw that. I about lost it. Yeah, and I'm surprised that NASCAR didn't find him for stuff like that. But it it was a clean race. It was a clean race. It was a clean race. It was fun seeing uh, Elliot Logano getting up, getting into the heat den a little bit. Dude, I think that's going to be a season-long rivalry for what happened He's, at Bristol. Yeah. Elliot's pissing off the Ganassi, with Z Ganassi. Elliot? No, not Elliot. Uh, Logano's uh, Penske. Penske. Penske and uh, – and um, Kyle Busch is – Joe Gibbs. Yeah. Joe Gibbs, yeah. Elliot's uh, flirting with the Gibbs and uh, – Gibbs and Penske team. Well, no, but he's with Rick Hendrick, so I mean, he's kind of got a good backing. Yeah, he does. So that Rick, this team, this Rick Hendrick team, and I've said it before, this is a team to look out for in the future, in the years to come. Oh, for sure. And this is a this is a good because these guys are running. I don't think I've seen that whole team besides John. I mean, it's funny because the three drivers, Elliot uh, Bowman and. Um, Byron, they're Jimmy in the top Johnson. ten. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm saying, but them three are in the top ten, and Jimmy Johnson's down like in fifteenth, fifteenth to twenty fifth. Not after Martinsville. No, he's in eleventh no. now. Oh, really? Yep. Jeez. So, I, it's an up and down season for him too. I mean, he's done nothing until Martinsville, and all of a sudden he woke the hell up. And now Jimmy the man is back. Yeah, he is. He is. But I just think it's funny that the the entire top ten has two drivers that do not have a win on their under their belt yet. But that's all. And there's only there's only been eight winners out of all these all these races so far. And I think Hamlin has three of them. Uh, I believe you're correct. Fun Logano, fact. Logano has two, I know. Yeah. Hamlin won Homestead, correct? Yes. Yeah, yes. Hamlin, fun fact, is the first driver this year to uh, do a total sweep on, on, uh, on the stage one, two, and win the race. You're right. I forgot about that. Thank you. Yep, that was that was pretty that was pretty cool. I'm not a big Hamlin fan, but that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, because you don't see it very you don't see it very often. You're right. And funny fact, that's his only stage wins. Jeez. <laughs> but yep, there's only there's two dri- three drivers that have multiple wins, or I'm sorry. Three drivers that have two wins. Hamlin has three wins. Everybody else just has a single win. So, jeez, nobody's spreading the love. So maybe this weekend there's going to be a wild card. Maybe a Clint Boyer. <laughs> I don't know, man, because I have a feeling this is going to be a pretty special weekend for Joe Gibbs Racing because of three things. 
Tony Shoot. Stewart is going in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Joe Gibbs is going in the Hall of Fame. And their engine builder, uh, Waddell Wilson, I wrote his name down so I wouldn't forget it, is also going in the Hall of Fame. Sorry, Tommy, it's going to be special because Kyle Busch is going to get dumped like he should always every weekend. Well, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that a Joe Gibbs car has a really good chance of winning. Yeah. Although, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Ryan Blaney. <laughs> I like Ryan Blaney. Yeah. I do. And if – yeah, I like him. I – I'm just not a big Joe Gibbs fan just because of Kyle Busch. Yeah. Just because. But Ryan Blaney, I'm a big fan. Right on. But before I forget, before we run out of time, the other big-name driver that's going in the Hall of Fame this weekend is Bobby Labonte. From good old Corpus Christi, Texas, Bobby Labonte. Yes, sir. So those are your five. Uh, one, two, three, five names going in this weekend. Jeez. Joining a pretty impressive class if you if you ever take a look at it. So yeah, did um was he the night? Did Bobby uh, win the series in '98? Oh God, I think it was '98. You're asking me to look that up, aren't you? I am asking you to look it up because we might as well because we're talking about him, right? Uh, <laughs> I think it was '98. Let's see here. Survey he says won the 2000 NASCAR Cup. The 2000? Yep. The Winston oh. Cup at the time. It was the Winston Cup at the time. Yep. I I thought that was 98, but, sh- but shit. Yeah. Was, yep. The and funny yeah. thing, he was the first driver to ever win the Winston Cup and the Bush Series at that time. In the same year? No. I was the first sad. driver to ever do it. Really? And according to this, well, uh, this is Wikipedia. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. He's a solid driver. Um, I personally didn't think he'd make, I mean, I didn't think he'd make the Hall of Fame this early. I mean, well, I would say it's early. He's been, he hasn't been racing in a long, in I want to say 10 years. Well, uh, if you look at his list of achievements, he won the Winston Cup in 2000, the Bush Series in 91, the IROC champion in 2001, the Coca-Cola 600, the Brickyard 400, the Southern 500, and now he's in a NASCAR Hall of Fame. He, I forgot he has a, the Southern 500. That's Darlington, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, I forgot he had a Darlington win. And we got one more race at Darlington this year because they are doing the Southern 500 in the Cups series. So, I'm so that's gonna be. I like Darlington. That's gonna be a fun race. It's weird to do three races in one year, though. So, yeah, but you know what? More power to them. Right. Give the fans. Give the fans what they want. Give the people what they want. Damn it. <laughs> Let the boys play. Right. So. Now so comes the hard part of the series. Yeah. show. This is this is gonna suck. You've been putting it off the whole show. show I can tell. I don't know this who is, I'm picking. Oh my god! I don't even know who I'm picking either. Because, I mean, honestly, he could pick. He could pick Joey Gaston to be a good pick. 
<laughs> I mean, hell, you could <laughs> let's go bottom of the points and pick, uh, you know, Matt Kenseth. <laughs> he's bottom of the points. Well, he's only raced two races. Three, yeah, that's true. Three, three or four races, actually. Yeah. No, I think. Oh man, this. We're gonna spend five minutes right here just thinking of two damn drivers to pick, Dave. Well, we're gonna argue it with ourselves in our own heads, like for five minutes. You know that, right? Because you're thinking Chase Elliott, but you're also thinking Clint Boyer. I can tell. I'm already. honestly not. I'm honestly not thinking. I'm not thinking Chase Elliott. Okay, that's a first. That, that's a first. I'm not thinking Boyer either. Holy as shit! Much, as much as I want to pick one of them too, I'm not going to pick one of them too because that's all I picked this year. And you know what? Watch this. I'm not going to pick them, and they're going to fucking win. That's how it always works, man. That's how sports. That's why I never bet on sports. All right. I cannot believe I'm about to say this. Uh oh. I'm picking Bowman. You're picking who? I'm picking Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman. That's a bold choice. I'm picking Alex Bowman. Okay. That was the stupidest. That was the stupidest thing I could have fucking done. Nah. <laughs> oh, we're sticking to it. We're sticking to I'm picking Bowman because if this, if this pulls off, I'm gonna. I'm gonna Okay. Well, I guess that comes decision time for me now. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's in the background. I said his name earlier. I think he's probably going to pull off his first win of the season. And just because he's on the list of drivers that really hasn't done well at Talladega, and because of this last year, I'm going with Jimmy Johnson. Okay. He was hot. He's been hot lately. Yeah. I mean, he's slowly creeping into the top 10 of points. He's in 11th. He has a stage win this year. This is going to get interesting because those are teammates, and guess who's going to be drafting each other? Exactly. And that's going to make it interesting for us because one of them two – oh, boy. Why do you think I let you pick first? Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you know what? And one more thing before we go. What is – what are Daytona and Talladega most famous for? The last lap. What's it called, Dave? Oh, Jesus. What's it called? You're going to shoot yourself in the foot if I you am. don't know this. I am, because it's been so long. I forgot what the hell it's called. It started in 07. Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't remember. The big one. Is it? The big one. It's the wreck. I will, I will honestly, I will put money on it that there will, that the big one will happen on this race because it happened at Daytona this year. Unfortunately, someone about died, almost died. Yeah, Ryan Newman. Yeah, Ryan Newman, the worst wreck I've ever seen. But that, 
but it's a big track and this is going to happen. I'm unfortunately it's going to happen. You know, the funny thing is, is I thought you said the last lap. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The last lap. The big that's one. the that's big, big, that's just, they call the big wreck. Huh? That's what they just call the big wreck, man. They know it's going to happen. It's not the yeah. last lap. It happens yeah, on the last lap, but it happened. That's that's why I meant. Yeah, and that's why I should have been more clear. But yeah, but the big one always happens on the last lap. There's always a big wreck in the last lap. Is what I should say. Especially at Daytona. Yep, Daytona and Talladega. It's the big tracks. Oh, it always happens on. Never yep. fails. Exactly. So, but so you're going. So you're going. John. I'm going with Bowman. Yep. Big Jim for the win, baby. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good old Adam Cole reference right there. Exactly. But yeah. This is going to be interesting because you know what? Because Bowman and Johnson have been working together a lot this year. When they when they get close to each other, they've been, they've been bump drafting a lot. And yep. um, let's just hope uh, – Let's just hope Jimmy Johnson doesn't slink at the we'll see. end and uh, winner. In it's a long race, man. It's a long yeah. race. So it is. It's a very long race. Well, and um, I'm looking forward to it. I think, uh, I think green flag is at three three thirty, but three thirty means freaking three forty five four o'clock. <laughs> With all the talking they do, yeah. Yep, all the talking and Yep. It does not up oh, three o'clock. Yep. Three o'clock on Fox, so we shall see. We shall. All right, man. Well I think that's it for this week. Yes, sir. So on to the next race and boogity boogity boogity. Boogity boogie. See you guys. <laughs> You guys, I'm going to go one. Thank you.